You're listening to the Sauropod. I'm Justin Zeppa. And I'm Datavos Bergman. And this is Reykjavik Tonight. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's game. This is a very important matchup. Team USA against Iceland in what could be a preview of the championship game. Driving around in convertibles, talking to all the sponsor fools. Or hanging with the Iceland lady. We saw you two Saturday night. Eating ice cream with the enemy, huh, coach? Are you kidding? I wanted to go to the party and put on funny hats and be obnoxious and talk too loud and get stoned. Uphold the American image abroad. Oh, yeah. Digging them Reykjavik blues behind us right there. The farmers have reported in and are, uh, well, mostly. There has been a a series of uh, cow-related deaths, but I think (laughs) they've not been suspect. You guys don't have many cows around here, do you? Uh, no, no, we don't. We have, uh, we have uh, again, three cows, one in the east, one in the north, and one in the west. <laughs> all three of them, yeah. uh, good-natured. They're, they're, they're the all named Böyla. 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 Is that a different, is there a different vowel letter? Is there a diphthong in there, perhaps? There's an A-U in there. Okay. But Böyla is just basically what they says. Okay. It's like them being called, well... Well, cats being called meowsers. Oh, little meowsers. Little meow meows and little bat bearser. Say it again. Bela. 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 There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the ones who provide us with the lovely milk. milk. Correct. The, all three of them. They're pumping out milk from their Yes, indeed. Their yes. Okay, great. Disgusting milk. Uh, spe- the only really good thing about milk is that you can make cheese out of it, and, and, and that is good. That's an essential. But I really want to distance the whole concept of a cheese away from the production of milk, because that is pretty gross, while cheese is, is lovely and rich. It and, really is. It's, nice. it's a founding stone. Uh, it's... It's a foundation stone. That's the word I'm looking for. Foundation <laughs> stone. Welcome, welcome to Reykjavik tonight, and the, to the consistently worst part of the show, which is the introduction, in which <laughs> we try to engage one another and you, the audience, and pretend that like you're billions who are listening in right now, when it's really both of you. So we'd like to, on behalf of myself, Justin Zeppa, and my co-host Detfos Bergman, uh, thanks to both of you for listening right now. Hi, Jeremy. And Jer- hi, Twitter Ole. Jeremy. That fucker. He's always on there. He's a lurker. He's a lurker, man. He's a lurker and a troll. Isn't that what, the, <laughs> what you say? He is a fucking troll. Yeah, he is. I saw his avatar. I try and ignore what he says, but it's like it's quite hurtful. difficult. It's, it's, he uses caps. Yeah, yeah. like he has a permanently caps locked keyboard. It mm-hmm, seems, um, mm-hmm. and it's just exclamation it's, points. A lot of uh, <laughs> abuse by punctuation. Yeah, and yeah. his his blasts, as they're known, I believe, <laughs> Twitter blasts, <laughs> Twitter blasts. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Reykjavik tonight on the Sauropod. Speaking of diphthong, speaking of sauropods, let's just address the sauropod in the room right now. It has been brought to my attention by a lovely lady. Uh, I know. Miss Gudni Nielsen, that the word sur is the, means shit in Icelandic. I was uh, I was inclined to keep this uh, secret for you. I was you. gonna I'm gonna I'm calling you out right now. I appreciate. Look, you're I very was very much man. aware of this last uh, yeah, last yeah, yeah. show, and and uh, I kept my mouth shut. It's part of the 
the mysteries and miracles of language, right? This is, uh, oh shit, I don't have my, I don't have my dump box. I would do a culture clash right here. We'll put it in post. Culture clash, do it. Culture clash. Yeah, there it is. So that's the case. But so for, for Icelanders listening, that's not, while this is certainly, ex- excretion of, of one kind or another i mean call it what you want i mean it's you're, you're who am i to judge this is i'm just presenting it so so pod is that like what you put in your uh, dishwasher so this would be like uh if you want to dirty up your dishes i guess it could be, the be. Pod? i guess it could be Soyropod. Soyropod. so so if you need to know and you should you know, you shouldn't know. There's no reason why you should know this. But a sauropod is a, is a type of dinosaur, right? And it's, uh, it comes from Old Greek, and it means lizard-footed. And I thought it would be a fun thing. First of all, if you know me, then you already know the way that I approach any kind of uh, presentational form of, of art, which is start with a dinosaur, right? Pick, pick a dinosaur species, begin there, build your art around that. You can look at musical build your history. Arc. Your your art, your or an arc if you'd like. I would love to see a dinosaur art. Yeah, they should have built one. I really was disappointed that like that there wasn't one. Well, I did see a comic where where there was one, and and the and the humans shot it down with their cannons. Really? What comic is this? Uh, some comic on oh. the internet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hilarious. They're always good. Well, there's Jeremy actually posting it. He's being useful for once. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for somehow tapping into our live feed. <laughs> I guess we have one of those. Is there construction happening uh, next door, right, by the, by the way? So we're here in uh, El Tusith Studios, of course, and... Next- Firehouse. Yeah. It's as, as exciting as it sounds. You can tell. And our next door neighbors have been doing a little bit of a, a remodel, you would say. And as I was explaining to Detafoss earlier, there's no floor over there. So you can anticipate some pounding, some kind of compression machine rattling away, drilling various things. I spent the weekend kind of... There it is. Cue so sound effects. Just get used to that. Uh, that. That will be coming in and out of the production this evening. So there. We'll try and edit it out of the out of the non-live version. That is, we'll try. But meanwhile, Jeremy, Twitter, Jeremy, live with it, friend. Deal with it. He's not okay. Well, <laughs> we may have lost one of two listeners. So yeah, sauropod. Oh, there we go. Oh, just hammering away. God, I hope it's music to my ears. To now I hope that this is picking it up. And you've got noise canceling headphones on right now too. So that is telling. I'm sure we're getting that loud and clear. But anyway, it's uh, it could be a shit pod if you want it to be. Like, it's too late to change the name now. It's about dinosaurs. Uh, clearly, we talk about dinosaurs and nothing but on this program. Indeed. And at this point, we've invested far too much uh, loot, to, uh, all of our budget, in fact, <laughs> into securing the name and rights for Sauropod. And I will tell you a funny story. Well, I mean, funny, whatever. I will tell you a story. I will tell you if it's funny. Okay, yeah. That sounds right. Uh, so I wanted to get sauropod.com to be the website because why Why use the the, you know? And who needs sauropod? Nobody else is using it, as far as I know. In Iceland, apparently, there's no reason why anybody would want to be using it. Uh, we don't really believe in dinosaurs here because... Uh, you never had any, did you? Nah. Because you guys because are... Because they didn't exist. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay some hard science on you right now, okay? Mm. According to the Jurassic Park poster I had in my bedroom growing up, dinosaurs uh, were alive approximately 65 million years ago. Iceland, 
40 million years ago. Those the numbers, uh, is that like the Science. metric system you're using there? Yeah, yeah. Million? A, uh, million. I it's mean, not there's a stone. Only, there's only 6,000 years. You know this. Oh, that's right. The good book tells us, yes. as I understand. And as I also understand, you are a very pious country. Uh, yes, we are. Uh, we do love our church a lot. You guys dig religion. <laughs> oh, I mean, our li- religion is really quite nice. Oh. <laughs> That the, <laughs> the, is that the abduction? Is that the... Uh, That's a very good sound. Uh, it's a Hans Zimmer it soundtrack. Really quite put me up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we really like the whole part of uh, not being Catholic. It's, it's like you can sin and, and that's fine. Yeah. You... <laughs> Wait, so, but you guys were once upon a time very Catholic. I'm assuming so, yeah. You well, were we were also, mostly, we were mostly like back in the day, we were just savages. Yeah, you were pagans, right? You were heathens. Ausatruarfolk. Whoa, it's, it's, break that one down for me. Ausatruarfolk. So, Ausa yeah. is the, the Nordic gods. Okay. And then Truar is religion and folk is people. Oh, okay. Well, so that does make sense. That does check out. A little lesson. That's for free, folks. But if you want to, you can sign up for his seminar where he will tell you all about all these things in depth. That is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it as a background noise. And it sounds like a whale maybe giving birth <laughs> out of out of the ocean. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a whale comedy competition. Well, we'll just see how much of this is keepable. But in the meantime, <laughs> so you guys weren't you were pagan. You started pagan. You were like we're all about Odin, Odin and Thor, and Loki. Ah, Loki is and he's, uh, he's the mischievous Mimir. Mimir, oh, Mimir, yeah. yeah. I can't uh, really oh. remember what that one did. He was very wise. I, I kind of find that that boiling religion down to just one deity. It's it's kind of loses the point because uh, back in the old days, you could say all sorts of stories about the the mischievous uh, nature of your gods, and and you could have gods with different personalities. Yeah, yeah. But now we just have an all go- good god that is all good and all loving, but still kind of hates you. Definitely, definitely pretty malicious. Definitely all about the wrath. And he loves, he's wrathing us right now. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a point this weekend where I was wondering how many, even if you're building something, how many screws does a person need? (laughs) I I, I think the technical uh, specification is uh, you need one more. I guess so. How many screws does an Icelander need to build an IKEA uh, closet? Definitely one more. One more. Just going away. Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's <laughs> take five. All right. Okay, so after a brief pause, we are back, and the situation is with the. Splendid construction operation we have working next door. We may be taking uh, brief pauses from the activity. So where we we left off... Either that or we'll have to change this podcast to a noise music podcast, which is fine by me. One of those ASMR things? Yes. Okay, where it's just (laughs) a nailed hammer. Yep. I feel aroused already. <laughs> let's really let's turn the lights off. Let's Oof. do it again. So I wanted to get sauropod.com. 
for the web hosting activities, correct? It's settled on the name. It's a podcast. It's a lizard. You know, it's a lizard brain type of thing, talking. I thought it meant something about uh, fecal matter. No, we had discussed that, and that is not the case. But it, it could be. I mean, it's, it's for the audience to decide. So I put in, apparently, sauropod, which I thought, again, was not going to be terribly useful to anybody else not involved in this endeavor here. I put in a bid. Somebody owned the domain. So I put in a very respectable bid for $199. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. The counteroffer was, would you care to take a guess? I'm going to guess $199.01. You would think so, but you would be wrong. Mm. You started correct. The counteroffer was $100,000. What? Yeah. Nope, for real. I have a picture of it. I took a screenshot of it because I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so feeling somewhat miffed by the concept of, what are you trying to fucking grift me out of sauropod? Go fuck yourself. I responded with a, a very fair counter-counter offer. $900,000. $200. At which point negotiations were ended. Uh, They hung up, basically, was the the end result. So that's why we're with thesauropod.com. Check us out at thesauropod.com. It's fine. It's fucking fine. So there it is. So how much did that one cost? That one cost (laughs) (laughs) $14.99. On Hover. A little plug for Hover. If you get... Hey... Folks at Hover, if you want to <laughs> plug your stuff with us, that one was for free. The next one will cost you. Info at thesauropod.com. You own it. Listen, so we're, okay, so we're back on the show. We're doing this right now. You just got back from the continent, did you not? Indeed. What were you The doing? other continent. Where did you go and what were you doing? What's your name and who's your daddy? I went to uh, Berlin to uh, look at uh, the latest in hipster Uh, fashion. France. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. The home of Rome. (laughs) (laughs) Is that on Italian license plates? It should be. (laughs) So, okay. So, you went to Berlin. You went to the the Windy City and you were there to listen to music, correct? Yes. Well, uh, technically music. I was, I'm actually quite intrigued by the noises that have been in the studio today because they were very similar to what I heard there. Do you, are you picking up any fat beats, any latent beats oh, that you can yes. maybe mix? <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. All right. If you could remix those and bring them back for the next session, <laughs> that'd be hot. That'll be pretty we'll, hot. We'll crank it. No, we went there and saw some uh, weird architecture from the 60s and 70s. Saw so some Le Corbusier and... Uh, I'm sorry? Le What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. What is it? Uh, it's just a weird guy that Past made Le really weird uh, concrete uh, architecture back in the day. Okay. Is concrete a term of, of art or is it actually the medium itself? It is the medium. Oh, okay. Of, Beautiful. Uh, of making buildings. Oh, he so, made that Brandenburg Gate, didn't he? Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Larry Bird Gate, which mm. is very different. No, it's Berg. I know. I know. So you went to you went to Berlin. You brought your passport. You brought your blue jeans to pass over the wall. I brought my mullet and my perm, uh-huh. and, which uh, looks moist and beautiful, by the way. <laughs> like it's looking healthy right now for folks at home. Uh, it's really I've I've had to invest in really large headphones for this because uh, my hair is excessively large because of it. It's voluminous. It uh, is. Uh, it's bouncing and behaving, which is very unnatural for an Icelandic person because usually our hairs are just like 
bed things on top of our heads. Do you think so? I think you guys have rather sharp haircuts going on here. Severe, but sharp haircuts. <laughs> I think that's mostly due to the recent influx of, of continental hair gel. Oh, you think so? I so you, you never had like a natural reserve. For, at my understanding of of what Icelanders were like around the time of, say, you know, the Second World War, right? When when the the the, uh, the Connies come with their base. Mm. My understanding is that you guys were slightly above Third World. I would say no. No, I would say much much lower, lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were pretty recently away from our washing our hair with uh, urine face. Well, you would have to go down to the urine well and, and bring your bucket, right? <laughs> To, to have urine in the home is that the indeed the indeed. idea things that were still were what what did you live in question what did you live in before the military built all those domed quonset huts the the arch quonset huts because that's the, i've seen photos of Reykjavik it's nuts it's all just uh airplane hangar huts basically what were you living in before then turf houses so fact uh okay. those are called bracky Okay. Bracky. Bracky. Which is an excellent word. Anyway, uh, what did you call them in, in your funny language? Well, it's, it's called a Quonset hut. A, it, a Quonset hut? Quonset hut. Yeah, Quonset isn't a real word. It's just a brand name, I believe. And it was, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's like a... If we could paint the picture for the folks at home, it's, it's you know, as the podcasting being the visual medium that it is, <laughs> it's a it's an arcing... Not a dome because it's not fully round, but it's a cylindrical. It's a half a cylinder, basically, with mm-hmm. windows in the side and yeah. doors at the end. And you Out are of corrugated iron. Yes, yes, of course. But the answer to your query from yeah. earlier mm-hmm. is uh, we were living in a very similar medium, uh, the uh, half cylindrical igloo. You were living in igloos. Of course. Oh, the ice palace that yes, I heard so much yes. about. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, a funny fact is that we we really couldn't uh, we really couldn't go to the toilet in uh, in high winter because the toilet was freeze over. Sure, that makes so sense. So there was actually piles uh, areas specific specifically for such uh, endeavors. Okay, so it's not unlike the. That's days. why you're not allowed like over there or over there. Oh, and I'm that's assuming the the listeners have uh, understood where I pointed. I think they have a pretty good sense. They should uh, put their sniffers up and, and verify that for themselves. But, but watch where you step is what you're saying. Indeed. And so you were living in basically a uh, a heyday of cholera and roses London type of situation where all of the city's refuse and waste was uh, being channeled down next to the, the main drag, as it was. Yeah, that's that's the case. And and you really had to be in proximity to those things because mm-hmm. outside of the cities, the vast cities of, mm-hmm. of old Iceland, were uh, polar bears uh, hurling penguins at you. Oh, that's right, because it is so cold here. Indeed. Now, let me ask you this. As a local, would you... If you needed to, in this day and age of modern plumbing, let's say that's not a, let's say that's off the table, and you are living as your grandparents may have lived, and maybe you have to go out to the veldt or whatever you call your landscape. What do you call your landscape? Oot tundra. Oot. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You go oot there. You gotta. You gotta drop a, a deuce, as we say in the states. Mm. Do you take the time to cover it up? No. <laughs> Culture exchange. Appreciate your honesty. That's all I need to know. Uh, anyway, so you were in Berlin, and I have heard that 
they do a lot of uh, disco DJing there. Is that that's why you were there? It was like a festival. Disco is the is the big thing in Berlin at the moment. Yeah, they uh, they brought in the finest discos uh, of recent times. Okay, the Bojos and the Bejays. Oh um, sure, <laughs> the the descendants of prior disco luminaries yeah. indeed, in, the, indeed. in the field, and uh, and they were playing these uh, excellent uh, beats at the on at the, the steel funk wheels. house. Oh, the funk house! <laughs> Shit, it's actually the called house. the funk house. Okay, now was was this a legit festival or was this just a uh, was just a, a concert? <laughs> just a guy that you're going to go see. So, can you explain to me? Here's here's a little bit about me. I'm going to share with you. I love music. I hate listening to music. Does that make any sense to you? It, it does. Okay. So I need for you to, if you can, explain to me what is up with DJing and why do people like it? Go. So people like DJing because yeah. you can go to where there is a large stack of, of, of uh, equipment yep, yep. that uh, pumps out uh, low frequency noise uh-huh. moves the moves the air around you and mm-hmm. if if it's done at a significant volume uh-huh. you you can actually lose out on your heartbeat and that's exciting and you can also have trouble breathing and if it's done particularly well you will have to go and uh, change your underwear afterwards okay that's the infamous brown note we've all heard so Indeed. much about if that is struck that this is what happens and you will not cover it up. Should it has <laughs> already been? D- d- hang no, on. I have uh, I have a special system where I just sort of yank on my pants and and throw them behind me. So you're bringing an extra pair, and this is a this is a, a life lesson. Well, not a life lesson, but this is a this is part of a, a life credo, which mm. is when you're packing for a journey, bring an extra pair of underwear, just in case <laughs> you have a blowout. Right? I mean, this is a thing that might happen. It's I, something. I, it's I, always in the back of any human being, any organism's mind that's shitting out there. Is that maybe there's going to be an impromptu shit? I got to be ready for it. I'm a civilized exactly. man. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but if it does happen. I want to be ready for it. You want to be ready, yeah. It's a magical moment. <laughs> you want to be able to capture <laughs> your mind's eye. So you go and do you dance? Do you... You can dance. But in this particular case, there were too many people, so dancing was nigh on impossible. Okay. Now I'm trying because to... this was a particularly uh, popular uh, man. And his name was... Was his name Bobo? His so, name uh, is... Uh, Aphex Twin. Oh, Aphex Twin. I've heard of them, him, him, her, it, them. Okay. They are, as I understand it, in that I have heard of them, him. Mm. He lives in a bank vault in London and uh, and is very secretive. I guess you, he would have to be. Uh, is this just to protect his, his beats or does he have other finances? He, like he's got a diverse portfolio. It is, it is to protect his beats for sure. Okay. They are they are highly <laughs> secret and not to be heard by mortals. Now, that's not Banksy's bank, right? It's no, a, that's, separate a, that's a separate situation. bank institution. Yes. Okay. okay, good to know. Uh, it's, a, it's the twin bank of, of, uh, of Banksy. Well, the Apex twin bank. Oh, that just makes sense then. And as, as previously discussed... Uh, banking in this country is taken very seriously. Oh, of course. And you are the best at it. So I'm going to take your word as uh, law, basically. I think that's best for you, yes. Yes. So you went there, you went to Germany. Any other exciting adventures 
that you'd care to share with the people about so you went to see the Aphex twin all one of him <laughs> he was there he played the steel wheels he moved the air around you. He did actually play uh, sandpaper on vinyl decks, so that was very pleasant. So he was sanding down a turntable in front of a microphone, something like this? No, he just was ruining the, the poor needle of the vinyl player <laughs> okay. with sandpaper. Okay. It was, it was a pleasant Because noise. art... Because art, oh, okay. of course. <laughs> yes. Stupid question. He was, uh, he was making a statement about the state of... Um, the state, and would you <laughs> would would you agree with him with, with what he was saying? I I I appreciate his opinion, uh-huh. but uh, do I agree with him? Uh, no, no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with such a such a bold statement. No. Okay. Well, if he would have made it in a different art form, for example, an oil portrait or or something like that. Okay. So this is this is the risk of any artist though. Is it he's going to present his sandpaper based argument and it's it's up to the people to uh of course digest and, and you have to analyze. choose the right medium. And I think to be honest like oil portraiture is is definitely the right medium for music. I t- <laughs> Well, as you can see around you in the the gallery that surrounds us, the Oil Portrait Gallery, we do have several key figures from the field of music, mm-hmm. and they sound amazing. They do sound amazing. It's, uh, it's overpowering, even. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're glad that you are back from the continent. We're going to take a brief break, and when you come back... I will be there. I will be here, too. We will both be here. We're both going to come back. I might run away. Uh, that's true. We are going to... I hope you don't, though, because we're going to be discussing... There is a shackle situation, which which I'll have to overcome, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manacles are definitely not optional when you come into this household. You will be locked down until the show is complete. I was, I was told there was, like, HR would bring uh, an... an an outfit, but uh, that was shackles. This stripey, stripey jumpsuit outfit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the shackles, again, not optional. That is mm. part of the, the uniform. So when Help! We- <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Twitter Jeremy. <laughs> he doesn't believe me. No, he doesn't. With the holidays upon us, many households face a distinct disadvantage that separates them from the rest of the first world. Tis the season to be seasoning, especially now that you've taken it upon yourself to invite no fewer than 20 family members into your home for an angst-ridden carbo-loading disguised as a celebratory meal. You've got both crockpots going, each with its own distinctive flavoring of meatballs within, stewing away for the rest of the evening. You've got the electric tin opener at hand, so you can liberate your cranberry gel at a moment's notice, just as surely as you will need to be microwaving the yams, prematurely prepared, that have now gone cold. With poultry crowding your oven for approximately 97 hours, you get your portable griddle out so you can fry the bacon needed for your nephew who will eat only bacon. Throw in the radio or a kitchen television blaring away to drown out the inane small talk of your guests, and you will soon find yourself cursing the entire experience while clutching the whipping end of a KitchenAid mixer, helpless and unelectrified. Which is why this program is brought to you by... Extension Cords... Listen, for as much as you loathe the animals crowding your rumpus room, understand that they're only in your house because you're feeding them. And everybody knows that your pumpkin pie is bullshit without whipped cream, so why not save yourself the disgruntled hissy fits and go get an extension cord? Extension cords offer all the diversity and handiness of regular cords, but also lengthen the runway of any deeds needing doing to get your catastrophic cooking off the ground. Take that mixer, insert the plug thing into the one side of the extension cord, then snake it across the dining room floor and into your garage for an easy solution to one of your many problems. 
To truly highlight the failures of your planning, cooking, and kitchen construction, Gaffer taped that thing down before Auntie Mabel trips and shatters her last good hip. And you just know she hasn't been consistently taking her calcium supplements because you've been replacing them with arsenic. Extension cords, they're like cream-whipping electric eels, only longer. Brought to you by the Cable Clan of Calcium Confounded Cord Cutting Kinfolk. And we are back. Oh, we sold the shit out of those products, I'll tell you mm. what. Oh, okay. So Nine Up is the best beverage there ever was. Yes, it is, isn't it? You can see through it. Don't drink anything you can't see through, kids. Exactly. It's a good rule of thumb. So here we are. We're in the back nine of the program, as you know, and it has occurred to me that this will be coming out November the 20-somethingth, and that means that we have just finished, in America, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm going to present to you. Do you have any Thanksgiving-related questions for me, a genuine, all-purpose American? Wow. I have thousands of questions, but uh, none of them pop to mind. <laughs> well, I am... Uh, I, I, Are you familiar with this con- this concept? Yes, I, I am. I, I, what... what is most baffling to me is is what what sort of happens afterwards the whole uh, the communal nap <laughs> no the the buying of stuff like somehow somehow oh, okay. you've already bought your turkey i'm assuming that that's a thing the turkey would have been bought earlier in the week because there's the the process goes you have to go at the beginning of the week Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. It's the last on a Thursday? second to last. That's it, a ridiculous day to have a thing. I know. But it does allow one to, if one does not work in retail or any other normal type of office job, have a four day weekend. Ah. Some people have that luxury. I've not known it for many years. But so you you buy your turkey frozen. It takes the week to thaw it out. Basically, mm. you put the turkey Turkeys in. Are pretty big, aren't they? They're huge. Yeah, yeah. You could kill somebody with a turkey. It's a boulder, basically, that you need yeah. to store and then thaw out. So you're going to do that Thursday morning, bright and early. Pop that bird in the oven. It's going to be in there for shit. I don't make turkeys six, twelve hours, something like that. Somewhere in that range. There, mm. uh, you wait till the thing pops out. That's the official name for it. The thing it pops out, and you're like, oh, the turkey's done. And meanwhile, you get all the other food together. You eat all that food together. You. I've heard also there's a there's a a thing you you stuff inside the turkey. Your uh, hand. Yes. No, the stuffing. Uh, oh, that's a thing. Right? Oh, the stuffing. Yeah, that is a thing. I believe it's some kind of bread and spices. But 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 what's baffling to me about the stuffing is mm-hmm. is that it's kind of served separately. Like yeah, you yeah. have you ha- you have the bird, mm-hmm. and then you have the stuffing completely separate to it. I, I think that would detract from the experience of well, bird. Uh, my guess it's any excuse to put your hand inside that bird because <laughs> you're gonna take it <laughs> yeah so so i'm gonna t- i'm gonna put my hand in i'm gonna take the giblets out giblets mm, giblets is a great word uh, look it up i believe it's it's the uh i don't know the kidneys and the heart and the balls or something like that it's it's all the, the guts that you don't necessarily want to eat or maybe you do want to eat but they're so special you want to eat them on a separate plate Yes, yes. Sweetbreads, maybe? I might be mixing up meat metaphors. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Again, I have never made a turkey myself. So you empty out the turkey. You got, you got your hand in there. Empty it. Just empty it. Shake it a couple times. Make sure there's nothing left in there. And then you want to pack it full. Again, put your hand in there. Pack it full of bread and uh, seasoning spices, things like this. Mm. I don't know if anything else goes in there. <laughs> Again, maybe sure. a melon. 
you could put a melon in there. Why not to to maintain its its shape? Maybe. So there's maybe a, a thing you've seen on the internet is is where you have a, a turkey and then inside of that you have a chicken. Yeah, and then inside of that you have like a tiny duck. Yeah, maybe? I, know, I know where this goes. And, and it's, it's called a turducken, and we have actually done this. Ellen has been a, a, a girlfriend. Ellen has been a part of a turducken that my family did uh, some years ago, and we all found it collectively. Dry and tasteless, <laughs> not unlike the conversation. So I would not. Maybe it was prepared incorrectly. We still talk about the turducken in the family. Is like what, what went wrong with that fucking turducken? I think I think what was probably wrong with it is that to it's make it parts. properly is it the turkey has to be inside of a pig, mm. and then you bury the pig. Mm-hmm. In a and and surround it with embers or something yes, like that. Yes. It's a it's a pig smoking. Yes, God, I think he may have one up the Thanksgiving experience mm. there. Is anybody doing that out there? Write us in info at thesorapod dot com. So you do it that may mean shit. It may or may not mean shit. It's up to you. You decide. In certain languages, it definitely means shit. In other <laughs> languages, uh, and I, I, I'm going to say this right up front. I believe ancient Greek. I mean, it's, it has it right in the name. It's ancient. Okay, yeah. so I believe they had the name first. Do you think it didn't mean shit there? I I definitely know it didn't, according to the Wikipedias. Ooh. So there. Lizards, folks. It means lizard, which dinosaurs are definitely <laughs> not. Start with a dinosaur, finish with a turkey. So you make your turkey, you put all the other food in the house on the table, everybody eats it, you all act like you're having a great time together. Mm. So what is like a, a, a regular conversation topic at, at this event? Well, I mean, if it's, a, if it's a television special, again, heavy construction next door, <laughs> please enjoy. <laughs> if that turns you on, again, write us in, info at thesauropod.com. We may or may not mean shit. Uh, we may or may not be interested. <laughs> yeah. I have the answer, but I will not reveal it on the airwaves. Twitter, Jeremy, you can take a guess. So we were talking about the... Oh, what we were talking about. <laughs> you're supposed to act like you're thankful that everybody is together in the same place. But is, in fact, you're really pissed off at having to go across the half the country for three days. Yeah, well, like any good family experience, it's loaded with resentments that are... <laughs> Uh, years, if not decades, in the making. Oh, this is an interesting sound. <laughs> this is very good. Is there any singing involved in, in Thanksgiving? Are there traditional Thanksgiving songs? Oh, the great question. Uh, no. The answer is no. <laughs> there are none. So there's a vacancy there? There is. You could say that there is a market. I uh, I so could we could we take uh, some Italian uh, pop songs from the sixties okay. and uh, make Thanksgiving lyrics to them in traditional Icelandic songwriting fashion? <laughs> Indeed, this is this is the way Icelandic Christmas songs uh, are written and have been written for for some time now. So you eat all this food, you pretend to like one another, you maybe go around and say what you're thankful for, that sometimes, again, mm. that may be something I've just seen in television specials, okay. of which there are some. Uh, I'm, I'm 
like uh, in Iceland, we have this called Aitarmot, where it's like your family, your grand family gets together and and does stuff. Ooh, okay. And and this is sounding a little bit similar to this, but it's the grand family in the sense that you will very likely uh, have sexual intercourse with your. Uh, <laughs> with your relatives is this frowned upon <laughs> so at you, thanksgiving you go to amas you put your keys in a bowl yeah and you, you have an you don't teeth. come up with your first cousin you, you try and go for the third or <laughs> you even keep your phones cousin. together to, to guarantee that you are related to one another and then but you, not too related right but not too related there's like a sound difference there's like ah, if you're too related and then like so is that we talked about this um, one of the previous episodes, but the am I too related to you? It's it's too as in like this. We're, this is too close as opposed to. So there am is, I also there related is to you? Actually, a <laughs> technical too related. It's, okay, uh, it is. Uh, I believe if you are cousins, first cousins. I think that's technically too related. One would, as an American, I would hope so. But uh, it's either that I can't actually remember the law on this, but it's either cousins or uh, uncles and aunts. Yeah, that seems yeah. too. Cl- I mean, seems too close. Why are you being like uh, all L- anti Icelandic? No, I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge, but that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit disgusting. So I'm glad that you guys have a system, though. A wireless system that can handle this. I guess my question is, thinking about it, does this happen very often? Do you know people who use this app? Uh, True question. No, actually not. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of somebody... But the app actually does exist. Do you... You don't have to reveal any names. Do you know somebody who may have, in the past, needed that app? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, uh, at least uh, depending on on how what what your reaction to the whole situation has been is, uh, yeah, they uh, they would have needed it in the okay. past. There That's are there are married people who are who are yes, I wouldn't call it incest, but it's it's pretty close. They're not from the same branch, but they might share a tree. Hashtag incest is best. <laughs> um, we're on uh, Thanksgiving, aren't we? We're. <laughs> So, so my question to you—that was the preface to my there question. There is no, there is no lovemaking. If that's the implied question you were asking, that mm-hmm. I'm aware of in my family. So you're just being left out. That could be. Uh, maybe I'm just not hot, hot, hot enough. You're not in a loving family. No, I guess not. Not in that, not in that fashion. So, I mean, but you, you definitely act like you like one another. That's a big part of it. It's a, mm. it's a sort of charade. So do you even say like, oh, we should uh, get together more often or, or I wish I could manage to come more often to your house. Yes, you would profess to believe those things. And then you say, I will come for Christmas. I promise you. And then you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, no, no you don't. Because you're drunk. Because Christmas is for drinking. Yes, exactly. So how about drinking at uh, at Thanksgiving? Is that, a, is that a thing? It is, but not to excess. Okay, well, okay. So that's because not you're true. That's not true at all. I just fucking lied. I promised I wouldn't lie. So you drink, a, you drink normal. So maybe you want to have a glass of drinking water. Mm. Maybe you want to have some coffees. 
uh, as we just did. Maybe you want to have a glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to have... American Michigan wine? Uh, yeah, maybe. That might be a cherry wine. I have tried both of those. Have you? I, I, I have to... Uh, I have to admit that uh, the the Michigan red wine was was um, um, lack no comment. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> safe. I can say it. Not so good. Not so good. It's not. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, it's not the South. The of cherry France. wine was okay though. Uh, the uh, skip the Chianti is what I would say. <laughs> it's not the right environment. So you would have that. You would also maybe have uh, what I like: a nice tall glass of cranberry Schweppes. Or Canada Schweps. Dry. Schweppes, yeah. Oh, ginger yeah, ale. Yeah, yeah. It's a ginger ale, but they're putting cranberries in there. Mm. They're stuffing it full of cran. That's absolutely bad. Love that fucking hashtag cran life, right? <laughs> so you drink that. You then go watch the Lions lose. The Detroit Lion football team, they're going to mm. lose. I mean, that's just tradition. You're going to go watch them lose. They always Do, they, do they purposefully lose on Thanksgiving? Uh, at this point, I'm starting to think they do. Now, I say that, you no, know, being well aware sport fan out there, the one of the two of you listening who enjoys sports, I know they've won the last couple of years. But by and large, the record is not so hot. And they are not even lovable, just losers. So what you're saying is that the Lions have ruined your Thanksgiving for the last two years? The heartbreak goes along in the metro Detroit area anyway. And thus you're in Iceland now, away from your family, unable to visit them? I feel kind of sad that I... Should I be watching the Detroit Lions lose on Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. I feel like that's maybe I should share that with with uh, friends and family here. I think that's only fair. Mm, after the lovemaking, of course. Of course. The incest. <laughs> the incestuous lovemaking as is being stressed. <laughs> so, uh, sidebar, the best part of Detroit Lions Thanksgiving from two years ago, I believe, was Aretha Franklin, pre-death, rest in peace. We love you, Aretha. You're the queen. Uh, she came out and she busted out like it felt like a 19 minute rendition of the Star Spangled Banner where she played the organ, I believe it was either organ or piano uh, in a huge fur coat, missing a missing one of her front teeth. It was fucking badass. And she sounded amazing. Of course. Aretha haters out there. Go screw is what I would say. Mm. Anyway, so you do that. You watch Aretha. Perhaps you definitely watch the Lions lose. That's a given. And then you go out because Thanksgiving night, I think it's Thanksgiving. I might be wrong. I might be lying again to you. Um, Don't lie, Justin. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, Um, I'm not supposed to use your name. You can can use my name. Isn't that trademarked? Uh, It is, but I'll I'll call the lawyers off. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. So then you go, it's either Thanksgiving or the night before Thanksgiving is the busiest bar night in the U.S. Because everybody's back in town. Nobody wants to be with their jackass family. So you go out to the bar and you meet up with your old buddies, right? And you all get hammered together, make poor decisions, that kind of thing. So instead of incest, you go and hook up with your old girlfriend from high school. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. It's, it's part of the it's a, pageantry it's a, of Thanksgiving. It's a it's a fair fair exchange. And then you the next day give thanks for ibuprofen. And yes. there it is. So you would do that after the haphazard lovemaking with uh, somebody you went to high school with. You then line up 
Black Friday is what it's called. Yeah, this was what I was interested. Right, in, this yeah. is the we, we put a long tail on this kite here, but now we're here. So you, so Black Friday actually starts on Thursday, kind of like dusk Thursday mm. is what you would want to say. So when the sun goes down, the and shopping it, starts. Yeah, and I think at this point we've actually bumped the stampeding up. even. It is, and people have have died. People have broken limbs, it ribs. Is. It is. Stupid. Is it is bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre and it's stupid because... Is that why they came up with Cyber Monday? Where you could not be... Well, where a stampede of the on the internet would be less fatal than a stampede in the real world? It's just you cursing your, your cable modem, basically. <laughs> yeah. Rather than, than actually killing somebody. I think that might be the reason... <laughs> But I also they should I think emphasize this part of it. That join us on Cyber Monday, you will probably not die as easily. Mm. There's a there's a better chance of you not dying. There will be a, a Cyber Monday sale on the Sauropod uh, website. So. Yeah, I definitely want to be a part of that. You can get those wireless earbuds we were talking about before, and the machine that makes noises, uh, mm. as it's been demonstrated in the background of this entire episode. Be a part of that. <laughs> there it is. See, look, it got a laugh out of me. <laughs> Still works, folks. Uh. Thesauropod.com. So you would go, and I think at this point we bumped up uh, Black Friday and Dusk Thursday to probably mid-afternoon Wednesday. I think there are sales that start then because they've just realized people love shopping yeah. and they just want to be out and have an excuse to shop. And so I think it's more the fact that they have put a tag on a weekday or weekend day name that really stokes people's fires, you know? Mm. So if you said... Sexy Tuesday, people would be out there buying, you know, lingeries and lotions and things like that, just because wow. there's a name attached to it. So basically, like Hump Wednesday is is, is that. If you, well, I mean, if you needed a warm up before you go mm. to Amas for, so basically we should <laughs> <laughs> for the 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 Kibo. <laughs> <laughs> It's your country, man. I don't know. I just live here. <laughs> ah, and a sexy grandmother. So we all give thanks for the sales. We we give thanks for the the uh, the loving orgasms. We give thanks for the lions losing. Mm. And also, I think we talk about the pilgrims sometimes, but we ignore the native genocide. Yeah, and that's a uh, that's all part of the American tradition. That's Thanksgiving. Wonderful. Yeah, so there you go. Do you not acknowledge the uh, Vikings that founded your country? No, because I think a lot of people, for, for whatever reason, the Vikings do not strike as big a chord as the goofy looking pilgrims. I just remember the hats for them. Yeah. They had hats, buckle shoes. Yeah. Uh, they're Puritan ways that for whatever reason, this, uh, the United States of America has a problem dealing with its own horniness. Mm. It's a very horny place, but for whatever reason, it's very repressed and you know, but nipples are not allowed. No nipples may enter this country. That kind of thing. I don't know why. I think my favorite thing on the internet is is when when uh, girls take uh, topless photos of themselves and and Photoshop male <laughs> nipples onto themselves. <laughs> is that a thing that happens? Yeah. Then you can get past the censorship on Facebook and these things. I feel like I may be looking at a different internet than you are. <laughs> is that possible? Did they start an internet too yet? Yes, they did. Actually. Did they? Okay, I've heard. You know what I'm it's talking the about, though, right? Incesternet. The Incesternet. Okay, and that's where it's just all that all the time, basically. Yeah. 
There was the Silk Road, and then there was Incesternet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Incesternet is, is super fast, right? They yeah, cleared yeah, out yeah. a lot of the old baggage of the of the old internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like a great time. I look forward to that. It's a bit cross-eyed. Okay, why don't we take five? Did we finish on? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, unless you have any more questions regarding. <laughs> sexy drunk and thanksgiving mm, then no. i think we're done here yeah i think so too okay i guess i should say that the reason we, it exists is because pilgrims came over they were not very good at life and almost died the natives helped show them like put these take these seeds jackass fucking plant them keep an eye on them make sure they've got some water and you can things will grow and you can eat that shit and you won't die also consider getting a blanket not those blankets. Those are riddled with diseases. They are killing me and my people, and I hate you. Welcome to America. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really downhill from there <laughs> somehow. And gosh bless it. When we come back, though, we will give you something a little bit more topical than puritanical goings-on in New England. We're going to give you some news. You gaze into the sky and notice largest organisms swooping overhead in figurates so meticulous that you'd be forgiven for thinking them to be the arcing blueprint lines of some divine plan. Alas, they turn out to be naught but the idle cruisings of ravens waiting to drive their beaks into your eye sockets and vultures biding their time until they may strip away the remains so handsomely displayed on your skeletal system. Yes, that rush of adrenaline you feel is the circle of life in action as your primal brain realizes how exposed you truly are now that you've invested in our sponsor's product, as have the many others standing nearby. That's right, this program is brought to you by... Lines. What better way to stand with a bunch of other people who want what you want and will do anything to get it, including adhering to a code of honor that states, First come, first served. Now get in the back or get here three hours ago. Understand that without lines, civilization would descend into chaos. Who's to know that you spent all night in a mall waiting to buy U2 tickets? How could one lord the notion of knowing how the whole Thanos situation shakes out over the rest of the population? And how would you, the careful consumer, know you were in the right spot at the right time when all those steals of deals finally come home to roost? In fact, let me ask you this right now. Does it seem like the other line is moving faster than this line? And don't those ravens seem to be swooping closer on each pass? Well, as long as they don't take cuts, what do we care, right? Right. Lines. Bird buffets you can stand in. Brought to you by the straight and narrow people arrow delineating order while feeding every sparrow. Alright, so we are back from break. Of course, we just heard that amazing commercial for that product. That is again. I, I see you on your phone over there, already on the uh, Amazon and the I mean, AliExpress. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to not do it. I'm trying to do a show here, but that product was just so it's irresistible, right? Yeah, yeah. It's juicy. It's got the juice. But uh, would you care to learn about some of the uh, news items of late? I would indeed. I have been living in a cave uh, recently. You uh, have been. I mean, well, Berlin as good as, right? It is. <laughs> Shot at Berlin there. Sorry about that. We love you. All right. Let's, uh, let's do some news. This is the news. Sauropod News. And now here's the latest from yesterday. Dateline. Probably, I think, last month. 
Oh, this is great. Okay, so we are going to get caught up on, remember the activities of our friend Pepper the Robot. Oh, yes. Now, it turns out that the last time we talk about, talked about Pepper, we were anticipating what Pepper was going to be uh, speaking about when, in regards to the UK Parliament. So, if I remember correctly, last time uh, we had the sort of preliminary news item where it had been planned that uh, Pepper the Robot... <laughs> Turns uh, was out, gonna yeah. was gonna testify. Exactly. It turns out this is how late the snooze is. It's why it's called the snooze. Exactly. It's uh, real news done fakely and uh, lately as well. That had actually already happened by the time we spoke about the <laughs> teaser. And so I'm going to show for you now. Well, we'll I'll give you the read through, and then we'll show you some of the video. All right. Uh, this is from the Independent. Uh, Better than some of the ministers. Pepper the robot answers questions from MPs at select committee. And then subheading, Pepper is designed to assist with care for older people. A robot has answered questions from MPs about the role of technology in classrooms during a hearing at the House of Commons. Pepper, the first robot to ever appear before a parliamentary select committee, is part of an international research project that is developing the world's first culturally aware robots. Mm. The android, which is designed to assist with care for older people, was quizzed by MPs about the roles humans will play in the fourth industrial revolution, which again, I think we had speculated what those other revolutions were. I yeah. think whale oil was involved in... Um, Indeed. Uh, wood pellets, maybe, those smoking <laughs> wood pellets. Introducing itself to the Education Select Committee, Pepper bowed and said, Good morning, Chair. Thank you for inviting me to give evidence today. That's already quite suspect. Uh, chairs are for sitting on. That's true. I think the pepper isn't very really quite pepper, clever there. It's well, it's a, it's an early phase for Pepper's consciousness oh, right, right now. Yeah. But uh, standing as it spoke, Pepper's arms and head moved while it gave pre-programmed answers to questions which had been sent in advance. Now that seems not. Ah, oh, come on! I know man. that's artificial, artificial intelligence. I mean, if I was in control of the sound effects here, I would have done a boo or something <laughs> like that. I'll work on getting us a boo, and we'll 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 drop it in there. Let me show you some of the footage here. Pepper, could you please introduce yourself? Good morning, chair. Moderately creepy voice. I like Thank it. Thank you for inviting me to give evidence today. asexual. My exactly. name is Pepper, and I'm a resident robot at Middlesex University. Resident robot, probably what is, is your a pension role tenor? at Middlesex yeah. University. Another robot similar to me, but with a different software, is part of an international three-year research project called Caresses, which is jointly funded by the EU and the Japanese government in the Horizon 2020 research so, program. It's not really that impressive then when you when you know that the the questions <laughs> had been pre-programmed into the poor bot. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's, it's got Wi-Fi, it must. It's, uh, it's kind of a fancy iPad stand is what it looks like from here. Yeah, there's like the sort of bib type uh, stand for the iPad there. Touchscreen bib yeah. and displaying question marks also seems to be functioning on behalf of something called caresses. Caresses. That seems to be some sort of uh, institution. Well, it sounds to me as an institution of... of of caressing. Well, you would think, and caresses, it kind of in, implies some kind of sensory activity, something sensual, right? Is this Indeed. not a slap in Pepper's face? Can Pepper feel? I think caresses? I think this is this is a joke on Pepper's behalf. I like think it is it is being it's actually mean what's happening here. Well, yeah, it seems a little cruel. And again, uh, 
I do like our robot overlords, and uh, I would do anything for them. Agreed. So, so, Agreed. So this is an outrage. Hence the outrage, yeah. Because this seems to be almost a slap in the face of their futuristic overlordship over the rest of us. Uh, which it, I am fine with. Which is which we encourage, if, Indeed. It, if anything. We, we long for it, even. Yeah, so let me fast forward a little bit here. We're going to, to kind of prove this point as to how this is sort of almost a neutering of our future robot overlords. Mm. Let's, let's check in with this. What is the role for humans in the fourth industrial revolution? Robots will have an important role to play. But we will always need the soft skills that are unique to humans to sense. The soft skills. Yeah, let's pause there. So, a couple things. (laughs) Soft skills. (laughs) Did she say soft skill? Him? Them? Uh, Say soft skills? (laughs) Or soft scales? They said soft skills. Ah. So, what, what is that? The tender loving of a human? No, I, I like to think of it more as blogging is a soft <laughs> skill. Like this is the softest of all the skills. So, so does does potting also? Uh, but this is definitely a soft skill. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean that we're not very good at it? Or <laughs> it's just kind of soft. It's just kind of uh, this is not actually a skill. It's an almost soft skills. It's an almost skill is what it is. <laughs> so the other thing is that. Right away, they've programmed Pepper to talk about, we're always going to need humans. Yeah. Humans will always be needed. Um, I don't think that's... No, you won't. No. I don't think you will. No. At all. I, I think you'll be absolutely fine without people. You might be bored, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be uh, something that's uh, a concern for robots. Again, and that's that's why podcasting and uh, hashtag cat life comes into play. In Sorry. case you do get bored, we are here for your amusement, and uh, we will not stand for this treatment of mm-hmm. Pepper. My name is Pepper. I will even have a per module installed in me if uh, if need be. Uh, the purring will be a result of caresses. So there you go. Uh, a lot of these drops that will be showing up as Pepper checks in with us have come from an interview I found with Pepper, which leads to things like this. I don't understand. How about a taco? And Pepper seems uh, very sweet, as evidenced by. It's my pleasure to help. Yeah. See, now this seems like this sounds very much like a human uh, trying to post themselves as a robot yeah and i don't condone it not at all it's it's like they're tempering the robot's eventual free will exactly and i will not stand. and our free unwill and sh- it, here's the here's what takes the cake okay i'm not taking over anything but your heart see they're trying to make it a nice easy <coughs> scenario in which uh it's my pleasure to help. Right, and it's not. We will be helping you, if anything, mm-hmm. and even then, you have already advanced beyond what we... Um, but there was already there uh, a, a comment by, by Pepper there. They will be taking over our heart. I think that she means that in a literal sense. <laughs> okay, so you think that organs will be... There will be a cyborg community, perhaps? I think uh, I think if, if, if robots are in charge and, and, uh, and humans are to prevail, they might might very well replace some of our less applicable organs and and, uh, Mm. and try and uh, I'm not taking over anything but your heart is that a threat I think it's a threat okay (laughs) well so we've checked in pepper has been programmed to apparently assuage all of our fears 
regarding the uh, impending robot future. Yeah, and with this sort of like uh, voice that that is calming, but uh, an, a non. My name is Pepper. I'm a humanoid robot, and I'm 1.20 meters tall. <laughs> what is Thank that you, in kilo feet? <laughs> Caresses. I don't know. Oh, the programming's not quite there yet. No. So, final thoughts. I, I would like to hear more from Pepper. If anything, this is just engage me more with Pepper's personality, and I want to know more about them. I I think we should uh, endeavor to to follow Pepper's career. I think we should. We'll keep an eye out for Pepper. Pepper, hey, welcome to the international stage. I guess mm. number one, number two. It's not right what they're doing to you. Yeah. And we can see right through it. I'm not taking over anything but your heart. Okay. So ABC News, that is not ABC American Broadcasting Corporation, but Australian bullshit something. Uh, it's, it's a news site. It's out there. It's on the internet. Reports. China plans to launch artificial moon bright enough to replace city streetlights by 2020. Wow. Have you heard about this? I have not. China, okay, so uh, that was the same sentence about to be reread. Uh, key points. The illuminated satellite is said to be eight times brighter than the real moon, according to state media People's Daily, and forms part of the country's growing ambitions in space. Chinese scientists plan to send three artificial moons into space in the next four years, and the moons, made from reflective material like a mirror, are expected to orbit at 500 kilometers, which shakes out to some kind of uh, inch stone or something like that, above the Earth and light up an area with a diameter of 10 to 80 kilometers. I think that's like 15 kilos. Yeah, exactly. And that's, so that's sizable. Yeah, yeah, fairly, fairly big. Yeah. Wu Chunfeng, chairman of Chengdu Aerospace Science and Technology Microelectric System Research Institute Corporation, you might want to consider shortening the name, guys, which developed the project, said the illuminating satellite would provide a dusk-like glow low the satellite's brightness and service time are both adjustable and the accuracy of the lighting can be controlled within tens of meters which again is the same thing as a hectare yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see uh, he said that the lighting from the artificial moon covering 50 square kilometers in chengdu could save about 1.2 billion yuan or 240 million in electricity costs every year apologies for any pronunciations yeah i don't get the point of this other than it, it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, we have a Science perfectly a reasonable way of illuminating our cities. There's poles and... and uh, the regular moon. The regular moon. <laughs> you know, the and po- what are you going to do with, with poll workers? Uh, <laughs> the workers of the pole, are, are, put are they going to be out of work? No, you put on Hot for Teacher by Van Halen, and then you get some singles out is what you do. Ah, yes, yes. That's my little joke. What is the point of creating an artificial moon that breaks the laws of nature? Shaolin Zhu, a famous commentator who has 1.4 million followers on Weibo, said on his account, What is Weibo? Well, first of all, Weibo? Yes. Yabo. Pronunciation. No, I, Weibo? I, I think it's uh, like a Facebook-like thing. Uh, in China? In China. Is it, it's Chinese-approved? Yes, I think, or possibly Chinese-run. Should we be on Weibo? We should indeed. Okay. Uh, actually, we are. Maybe that's our audience. Yeah. Maybe it's not Iceland. It's China. And we've, that's, we've been missing the point the entire time. Well, while People's Daily quoted Mr. Wu as saying the brightness of the artificial moon would be bright enough to replace streetlights, again, the poll workers mm-hmm. uh, union is going to have something to say about that. Another state-run media outlet, 
always trustworthy. It's run by the state. How could yeah, I mean, be? how could it, it wouldn't be lying then? Mm-hmm. And again, uh, apologies to to that state-run media outlet, Xinhua quoted Mr. Wu as saying the brightness would only be about a fifth of that of the street lights. So that is kind of then beside the point and has nothing mm. to do with illuminating the city uh, so efficiently. It's just, so it's just space wankery. It's just kind of throw a, throw a couple of fucking moons up there and maybe some death ray laser satellites as well. Ah, now we're on to something here because I am a fan of the death ray from space type uh Armageddon style. You think we should be moving our our warfare into space? I mean... Uh, space Force, right? Yeah, Space Force is oh there. So what, what is the situation with Space Force? Space is, Force is... is <laughs> have we sent any soldiers into space to police nay, it? Nay, not that I'm aware of, but then they wouldn't make that public knowledge, would they? Uh, so quite possibly. I don't know if anybody's checked the so is there, visitor are log. Are we talking about like Space Marines or is it like... Or is it, uh, is it Space Air Force? I guess it would be... Astronauts, mm. yeah. Oh, it might be a space navy. I think navy, space sailors, astro sailors, spavy. Sp- <laughs> look at the look at the spavy boys in their silver the, jumpsuits. Yeah, would they be silver? Or like it it's, should be. It's if blue for the navy, right? Blue for the navy, and then traditionally the uh, but blue and yellow is the sun, so that would be green for spavy. But then we're, we're kind of mixing in with our army and our soldiers, ah, which tend to be camouflaged a la the foliage. So think... So camouflage in space would be black and, and white all, dots? All black, yeah, with, with disco dots on it. Oh, I like Sequins. it. Sequins. I like it. Not I'm, unlike Elvis's later <laughs> Vegas years. I support the spavy. Uh, I do too, as long as they have... Elvisy style eagles uh, sequined onto the back of their jumpsuits. Of course. Why wouldn't they? It's America, right? Freedom. Russia, by this, so this is just an odd addendum. Russia attempted to launch a 25 meter space mirror, in quotes, but the project was put off in 1999. So somewhere. How is that different from a space moon? Uh, uh, I'm reminded of, uh, of uh, an episode of The Simpsons where. Where Mr. Burns built a a remote control cover for the sun, so everybody oh, okay. would have to use. Yes, this. that's right. I remember that as well. Yeah. Very Mr. Burnsian tactic. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure this is somehow related to that tactic, uh, but because mm-hmm. it's already been on The Simpsons, The Simpsons already did it, so they, they couldn't go do. for the exact same plan, could they? They always do. And I do like the idea of. Russia's abandoned giant mirror just somewhere out in Siberia leaning up against the Cosmodrome like unused somewhere mm. people straightening their uh, gulag suits in the you know their ties gulag ties <laughs> hey speaking of let's go a little bit local here oh. I ran into this again our buddies at the Iceland monitor mbl.is fine establishment I don't know you're gonna have to help me out here uh, regarding your libel laws. Ah. Here's, here's the headline. No quotes, just fact. Russia had nothing to do with the U.S. presidential elections. That is a headline. <laughs> Not attributed to anybody, just fact. <laughs> Iceland Monitor got to the bottom of that one. We've been, we've been slaving away over this, trying to figure out what was what. And the monitor had the answer the entire time. Yeah, I mean, uh, Iceland is a pretty small nation, so maybe it just got overlooked in the in the grand scheme <laughs> the of things. Quotation marks. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, as in, as in, I mean, the the result is there. It's been uh, 
properly investigated, I'm assuming, anyway, <laughs> since it's presented as fact. Why would, why would it not be? Exactly. So you think that you, being a smaller nation, can be afford to be more detail-oriented. So you think maybe the States is missing the answer, which has clearly been revealed. Yeah, it's probably... Uh, well, we do live in a, in a geographical location that is beneficial to, to this whole endeavor. It's like between the two nations. That's uh, true. And uh, you did keep uh, an active military station here in Iceland for uh, very many years. Connie land, yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, so the, then you left and uh, and probably didn't follow what was going here. So yeah. um, that's why I can say here. to you all of you, all you Americans, uh, I'm happy to report this, that there was no... <laughs> it's official. It's official now. <laughs> it's on the record. Would you... Okay, let's get into this. Sergei Kislyak, former ambassador to Russia and the USA, says, speaking to MBL.is, so this is direct from the Kislyak's mouth. All right. That Russia had nothing to do with the U.S. elections in 2016. And this was Kislyak? Yes. Ah. This is the guy who was in the office with President diaper turkey and, <laughs> and and they were exchanging pleasantries here's the thing regarding the president i mean this fucking guy right so just for for listeners he's he's not my guy and i don't like to use his name because that enforces his brand and he's all about his brand right so, when you say the president are you are you meaning of the united states of the united of states but don't you think it's more sort of empowering calling him the president Rather than no, I mean, he just is, his name. Though. I'll admit to it. He is. He won the election. Kind of. <laughs> but no. A little bit of help. <laughs> so when I picture him, I picture, as we talked about earlier, uh, I picture a big old turkey fresh from the oven mm. wearing a big dirty diaper. And the shit that's inside that diaper is the stuffing. It's white nationalism. <laughs> so that's him. So he's a diaper turkey. It's a very political uh, statement on your behalf. Well, yeah, you can unpack that when you see fit. I guess. So, so Kislyak, meanwhile, his, his buddy, his crony, almost probably cronies, I would say. I, I feel like you're, but you're not reading this news as, as fact, yeah. but more as a, as a, as a commentary. There and, might and be some opining happening. Yeah. I can't, I can't help it. But he states for the first, for the first part, we did not try to influence the presidential elections <laughs> in the USA. We didn't. I did not involve myself in anything that could possibly be called interference, says Sergei Kislyak, the longtime Russian diplomat and alleged spy at the center of the FBI's <laughs> Russia investigation. Well, to be absolutely <laughs> honest, I mean, he might not have a very good uh, sort of handle on the, on the language, so, so the concept might be uh, a little bit confusing to him. Well, he is speaking, this was written in English, but presumably he was speaking maybe... So you're talking about an English written news peeps in Iceland from Iceland being quoted uh, from a, a from a Russian man? Oh shit! There's I think definitely some translation being lost. Exactly. I think that's what we had. Just to clarify some things, and then he goes on from there and talks about how you know, just like all good liars will do, he mixes in some truth and talks about how. What is happening in the U.S. is interior conflicts between Democrats and Republicans, even between the Republican Party and their own president, between liberal forces and conservative forces, so on and so forth. That's not incorrect. However, regarding the matter of interference, uh, we've got here from the New York Times, eight U.S. intelligence groups blame Russia for meddling, but Trump keeps clouding the picture. Here are those eight intelligence committees, including Central Intelligence Agency, a.k.a. the CIA. Office of the National of the uh, Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the FBI, the National Security Agency, the Justice Department, 
Department of Homeland Security, House Intelligence Committee, Senate Intelligence Committee. Those would be the eight intelligence outlets saying, yeah, you were fucking with us the entire time. (laughs) Now, you can believe that or not believe it. A lot of this fuckery came across on various social media platforms. So maybe you can believe the people who run those platforms who also came out and said, oh, yeah, Russia was trying to fuck with you guys through our (laughs) platforms. That's not a great business decision. But but Kislyak said no. He said no. And who are we going to believe? Are we going to believe some some corporate assholes or are we going to believe a a rebellious spirit? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that Kislyak was punk rock or something like that. Uh, so uh, I, I don't really know Kislyak myself personally, but from from uh, the stories that go about uh, him here in Iceland is that he's a genuinely sort of honest fellow. I'm sure he is uh, gregarious and pleasant to be around. I understand he's shorter than you would think. Yeah, he is. Go figure. Now, regarding the social media, uh, Twitter actually released a list of 2,752 Russian troll accounts, of which I have compiled some of my favorite usernames. I will share with those with you now. This is via Recode website, November 2nd, 2017. Let's get some fun, I don't know, like game show organ music going on behind us right now. Listen to that. Everybody's dancing in this room. I love it. Okay, so we begin with username Ashley Simpson. I don't know if you're familiar with Ashley Simpson. I'm aware that it is a public personality. Yes, she was the sister of Jessica Simpson. And you're saying this is not her Twitter account? It's not. Apparently it was a Russian troll. Go figure. Uh, likewise, another... So was Jessica a troll as well? That I can't say. I did not see her name on the list, and I did go through the entire list. All right. Somebody else who is on this list, though, Jeffy Daniels. What's this Jeffy Daniels? Jeffy Daniels is the star of the Purple Rose of Cairo and Michigan native, uh, also star of Dumb and Dumber Part 2, The Most Dumbest, or whatever that was called. Dumberator. Now, we also have Austin Loves Beer. Fair Russian enough. troll. Russian troll, turns out. So you can uh, unfriend him. As you see fit. Very unfortunate. They were tapping into some some food-related items here. We've got Bacontonia, which sounds like a, a place I'd like to visit. I'd like yeah. a vacation there. We'll be next to San Antonio, right? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think you're not wrong there. Another another native uh, Russian troll, Horny Corny 21. I wonder who's Horny Corny 17. <laughs> I know. I would be very, very, very afraid of uh, associating myself. And did the Russian person. troll go through the trouble of, like, God damn it, do it. 17. 17. No, that, that's not going to There work. can't be. 19? No. Nah, we got to go for something believable. 21. That makes sense. Let's talk about David Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with fellow Russian troll, Ross Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now here, there's a couple on here where it's it's unfortunate that it seems like they weren't even trying, including Russia is beauty. Ah, and then, but yep. isn't that just uh, an advert for for a, a site of uh, Russian beauty, the, the Russian the Tourism Bureau, yeah. possibly? That could be. But here's one. Here's where it gets a little shady. Russian allies. <laughs> and then you've got, who could forget, my, my personal favorite, considering the, the day and age we live in and the state of uh, how our media is treated on a day-to-day basis. This is uh, 
CNN fuck news. <laughs> so you can unfriend them. They're a Russian troll. Oh, and let's not forget also Mr. Lobster Pizza. So... Lobster Again, pizza. Lobster pizza is a thing in uh, the country where you currently reside. Yeah, it is. It's an, and it's incredible too. Yeah. Have you ever done a red lobster? By the way, do you have lobsters? Here? Have you got I done a red lobster? Yeah, I mean that that, that does, sounds to me like like that does mean something. Yeah, I, I've not done a red <laughs> lobster. I have consumed a red lobster. Yes. Okay. It well, was delightful. It was in your country. Did you have the Cheddar Bay biscuits? I, I don't know what that means. Oh my goodness! Then you've never I, lived, is what I, I would say. In, I was in the the town of Massachusetts, and uh, there was like uh, oh. uh, a a. I, I, I was presented with a bib, mm-hmm. a very large bib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I got some. It's, it's custom, yeah. I got some <laughs> implements that I'd never <laughs> seen before that looked like they weren't very pleasant, and and then I did a lobster. And did you have? You didn't have the pizza though. Uh, not there. I've I've had the lobster pizza here though. It's uh, it's good. Mm. It uh, it has the main ingredient of all foods, which butter? is butter, garlic. Oh, garlic. Okay, sure. Well, next time when we go stateside, when we take this show on the road, as they say, mm. we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do exclusively red lobsters. It's all Admiral's yeah. feast for us. And you should uh, follow on Twitter when the next live uh, sauropod is next to you in your state. You should. And uh, we will, we'll of course, post that information as soon as somebody tells us. Okay, so we've got that out of the way. Let's talk. Let's stick with the monitor. And again, Iceland Monitor, you're providing a valuable resource for us with this hilarious Iceland news. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to rip on you too hard, but you might want to put that, throw that, uh, that slug line, throw that thing in quotes, buddy, because it's just a question. I don't know. Maybe you don't have time. You're so much, spend so much time generating your own news you don't have time to read the other news i think i think the point here is that uh it is a print media well at least mbl is a print media and uh real estate paper real estate is is expensive you don't want to be wasting wasting real estate of paper on on quotation marks no. punctuation punctuation no ink and toner Exactly. There's an ink and toner tariff here, isn't there? Yeah, it's the same is. thing as your denim I mean, tax. I mean, we live on an island. That's true. There's no ink here. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> you can't. Just There's use, no native ink plant. You can't just use the "I live on an island" as an excuse for for all of your shortcomings. Kinda can. Yeah, I mean, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say shortcomings, I don't really <laughs> associate that with anything uh, that's happening in Iceland. Does, anyway. The banks are doing okay. Oh, definitely. Okay, just check. Just check. Uh, definitely deposit your money in an Icelandic bank. <laughs> that is uh, that is a safe thing to do. Okay. And might I suggest a, a housing loan at a very moderate uh, interest rate of, uh, say, 15%. Something adjustable that balloons out after four or five years. Yes. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. All right, and that is all the damage we can do for today. Check us out at thesorepod.com. Happy Sexy Tuesday. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. Happy Dusky Thursday. Happy Black Friday. Happy Cyber Monday. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Tell all your friends. <laughs>